A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Tell you what, the first few rounds there with very minimal points being scored has changed dramatically. Rabbitohs destroying the Bulldogs 50-16 to 16 here and my poor Cowboys going down to the Dolphins there 32-22. to 22. So it's very hard to gauge a lot of the, the scoring fantasy-wise because of those high-scoring games. There's some of those middles that we were really happy with in the first few weeks. You saw what like Tohu Harris was doing in those back-and-forth affairs when the ball was in play so much. And you know, he was able to absolutely dominate. It then slowed down a little bit in his scoring as the game opened up a bit. And that's happening even more. And a few of these outside backs are really cashing in. And you can really see that in this Rabbitohs and Dogs game. Just a note there, on this week, it seems like it's going to be a low one overall. A lot of players last night in this game and the second game didn't perform how we would have liked. And that just means good things if you're having a bit of a shocker. Think of it like this. If you had, you know, last week I picked up 1,066. There were good players and there were a lot of teams out there that scored about 920, 900, 930, 950. And that's over 100 points behind. Whereas this week, if you're going to have a bad week, it's probably going to be decided by about 50 points or so. So you won't lose as much. I am trying to make myself feel a bit better than that uh, about about this week, to be honest, because it hasn't been great. But, you know, you look at majority of people's scorings. If you go into your leagues, your head-to-head leagues, your overall leagues there, and just click into some of the teams, you'll notice that a lot of them have, have still have that two to three players that have been pretty poor. And if you've got the same in your team, it just shows that it hasn't been a great week overall. When you see guys like Harry Grant picking up a 50, and then Reese Robson, unfortunately, sadly, didn't get to beat him like I was hoping at least by, you know, get a 60 or something like that. Uh, you know, there's some low scores in the hooking position, whereas last week they both got 70, 73 and 87 respectively. So... That's a few things that changes here, and you know some of the big scorers in this last, you know, these last few games have been low ownership guys. Latrell not super highly owned in you know the top five thousand anyway, especially because he hasn't been performing that well. A lot of people also traded him out this week, so that's something to note as well. That you know a lot of these players went well this week that were traded out. Reed Marnie, another guy that you know he was a, a bit of a, a, a little bit of a trade out candidate over the last few weeks and t- came back with a big score. So. Latrell, credit where credit's due. He was awesome. Uh, just freakish some of the plays that he can do. And th- these are the games where it happens. And unfortunately for the Dogs, who are a little bit decimated by injury, 
Uh, missing RFM, obviously, Tevita Pangai. A lot of the middles there. Uh, yeah, they had a few out from last week. Playing a bunch of sort of rookie guys in Harrison Edwards, Curtis Moran, these types of players there. And then Reynolds came on and, and didn't have his best game either. So just wasn't to be for the dogs in this one. Latrell, a bounce back. He's back to a 51.5 average for the season. And he's priced under that average. So very good news. And uh, so a couple of people trade him in. Worked out pretty well. Uh, yeah, some likely traded out someone like Hammer, uh, who had had an absolute belter. And you know, thinking that the Dolphins were going to play as well. They were actually pretty good last night. Cowboys weren't great, of course, but... Dolphins played pretty fast, and that game was pretty good overall, uh, apart from sort of 20 or 30 minutes where the Cowboys really fell away, but that's that. Campbell Graham, CG4, the people say. 78 for him, three tries, three line breaks. End up on the wing when Isaac Thompson went down, and that kind of helped him out. He was he was the end of a few of those plays and, and was able to get three tries in this one. So 15 tackles for no misses as well, and 150 meters, so 30 in base is terrific there. For, for Graham, and they're just going right more than they were in previous years. So when Graham was on that right, he was still able to average about that 43, but now they're actually going that way more, and he's going to be in the in the 50s now at 53.7. Probably shakes out to a high 40s average, but we've seen, you know, for him to be able to average 53.7 in a Rabbitohs team that's really struggled, uh, sorry, that's had a really struggling draw this this uh, to start this year, it's a really, really cracking score, and he's going to be a target for a lot of people over the next few weeks, but... You will notice he has been going massive, 60-odd, 70, and then gone a little bit low. So similar to that of uh, Reese Robson at the moment. Ready money, 65. So got the 50 tackles and only five misses this time. That's a good win. He had a 40-20 and a try assist. So really just getting involved across the park and doing what he did in those first few games. So if you did hold on, happy days. I was trying to tell a few of you to go, they were looking at Reed money. I was like, if you can go Reed and you still want a, a good hooker, get Braley as well so they can complement each other and I hope that a bunch of you went for that one rather than trading Reedy straight to Braley. Uh, if you did, let's hope Braley gets a 50 plus for you. Cody Walker, I spoke about him as well as starting to become a bit of an option in the last three weeks he's come out and done really well. Last week was able to do it with tackles as well. This week it was mainly through the offensive stats and a try, three try assists, four line break assists and a line break. Awesome work for him. Negatives are down a little bit compared to what they normally are and neg nine. So we'll take that from C Walker. Cam Murray, very, very happy with that try earlier on in the game. And this was a game where he could have picked up a sort of a 40-odd, especially if he didn't pick up that try. So for him to still play the big minutes in this one, spent a lot of time just waiting for Latrell to kick goals. So ball in play, not super high in this game. So thankfully it worked out for Muzz. You see there Damien Cook as well. He had a lot of good runs. He picked up three tackle breaks, an offload there a line break assist and a try assist and still only hit a 50 just because he wasn't able to get his normal allotment of tackles and, you know, potentially a bunch of run meters down as well. So Cookie and Murray, you'll take their scores. Obviously Murray a little bit better considering he got the try. Uh, and, you know, you can see that happening before it did. You know, they're like, oh, I was like, quick, get it to get it to Muzz. And he kind of just changed the direction straight into a gap. Like you see how many of these edge back rowers are just aren't even looking where they're going to run and they're just waiting on getting the ball and they just run in straight into two defenders and at least, you know, Muzz there was, was looking where he was going, thankfully. That's why he's a good player, right? 63.5 the average now. He's pretty close to where he where we purchased him at, which is good news. So after that massive score last week, he had a slightly lower break even. He'll go back up again. He'll be into the 860 kind of marker, I believe, after this one. Very similar to that of Cook. He'll probably go down just that tick more. Matty Burton, so... In a game where they got smashed, you'll take this 50 every every day of the week. He did pick up two tries and a length of the field intercept, which obviously gave him the turnover the turnover as well. 
which you know helped him out massively. Got him a bit over 20 points in that one run. And for some reason, they didn't apply the massive run meters to, to his uh, initial score. And he's been updated since. So good news. You take the 50. You look at his first couple of scores, they were shocking. And since then, he has really improved. And he's averaging over 50 over that time. So definitely someone you need to look at, guys. But the dogs need to have a hard look at themselves after that week. It Look, it happens regularly uh, against the, not for them, but against the the South there. They, they can put on 40 or 50 against teams. Sort of looks like when they're in form every four weeks. So that's that for this one. Colin Matangi, again, with him, some attacking stats there. But 19 tackles was never going to be, uh, never going to cut it in this squad. Uh, if, you, if you're looking at a big score from a middle or a middle or a back row, you definitely need that try there. Corey Riddell had a solid one. Max King 47 for him was okay. Again, in this type of matchup, plenty of tackles. Didn't get to run the ball much and a few negatives there with some errors and some missed tackles. Hosty with 47 as well. So he's somewhere there at 325, who's a bit of a cheeky option, but a try assist and a try, you probably leave him out. I would say Preston. Bring him back this week. He makes it in and then thankfully did pick up a 42 with 40 tackles and no misses. But a sin bin in there really hurt him. So he would have ended up about a 55, which would have been great. But yes, for three penalties and a sin bin, it won't be like this every week. You yeah, probably transfer a couple of those uh, penalties conceded to a couple of missed tackles. But yeah, he wasn't able to run the ball a lot considering they were getting smashed as well. That's that. Avrilo is looking a lot better, but a 409, I think we'll avoid him. Harrison Edwards did his job this week if you picked him up, but looks like it should be only be one week in the starting side there. Lockie Ellis, 32, traded him out. He's just been yeah, middle of the road again. Uh, has made 107K, so he's done his job, but averaging 42 now for the season uh, is what it is. That's that. Jaime Selly, someone we need to speak about. 298, he had a semi-high break even. It was in the 20s, so he will make a little bit of cash on that score this week. If you watch this game, he looked damaging. He looked like he ran the ball really well. 130 meters in 30 minutes is spectacular. And plenty of post-contact meters there. It was really bending the line. Only got the one tackle break there and had a really good turnover tackle as well. So no negatives at all. The worry is that he gets 30 minutes because Tavita Satola only played 29. That is a, a slight worry. Cam Murray played the massive 75. And then they, they gave a bunch of minutes to a host of other guys, Jacob Host being one of them. So Tommy Burgess, the 49 minutes is kind of normal for him, uh, but we'll have to monitor this situation a little bit and decide what we want to do. Cause I think he's a solid cash down, but he, for him to go and get a 30 every week, he has to be pretty perfect, unfortunately. So yeah, we probably want a little bit more minutes. We were hoping 35, 40 minutes and 30, 31, not as ideal, but that's that. Someone that's not ideal this week, Karaz, and it was never going to be that way. He did pick up a nice line break assist, try assist to kick off the game there with uh, Avrilo, and you would have thought that the dogs were going to be in this one, and then it just really fell apart. Solid enough for Karaz without being a good week. Still averaging 51.5. Still a hold, guys. He'll be fine. They're not going to play the South and get dominated every week, but uh, you're hoping for a big score here. He had one really massive one to start the season, and we're hoping that he can come back and go nuts again. Ryan Sutton, a clear sell, guys. Get him out of your side. Isaac Thompson, hopefully his injury's not too bad. He had that one play where he really got the bulk of his points there, that lovely cutout pass from Latrell, I believe, uh, to get him down the sideline, back on the inside to him. So, yeah, about 60 meters gained, a line break, a tackle break, and a try assist in the one play. Uh, so you'll take the 27, run away, considering we had, like, Warbrick and... Uh, guys like Perham and these guys that didn't go so well, who we'll speak about in a sec. But, yeah, Thompson, hopefully he's okay. If not... If it's two weeks, you probably hold. If it's any more than that, I think it's a, I think it's a clear sell. But I understand if, if it's more than a week, people will probably sell him anyway. But in a position that's really tough, 
I think he's probably a hold. All right, we go Curtis Moran. So a few people looked at picking him up this week. 26 in 33 minutes. Not sure how his minutes are going to be with guys like you know, RFM and potentially Tavita in the next few weeks coming uh, returning, if he ever comes back. Let's hope he does. Uh, but yeah, Isaiah Tass, 20. So it just shows here that centers and wing fullbacks were having a bit of a tough one, unless you're involved in all the tries. All of it went down the right-hand side. So we know Alex Johnson, that really hurt Isaiah Tass and his output because he wasn't, they weren't going down that left-hand side. You saw Cody Walker sweeping to the right a bit more. Same with Luttrell. So they obviously uh, found a bit of a weakness on that dog's left edge. And I wonder why. Mr. Josh Adokar unfortunately goes down with a big injury. And for the 9% of people that own him, that is really unfortunate. He's actually made a little bit of cash. He's, he was averaging you know over 40 before this and has gained 41K. So upsetting for Addo. I hope that he has a swift recovery. It sounds like it's probably syndesmosis and potentially like an MCL sprain, uh, but we'll see how see how that plays out, unfortunately, for Addo Carr. While we're here, Reynolds, yeah, it's a bit of a tough game for him. Likes to get involved with four missed tackles and three penalties kind of hurt him and his scoring there. Let's go to Perham now. Uh, Tass, you just hold, man. Um, Johnson will be back. It'll be fine. But yeah, not ideal. Averaging 38 now with a low score. It can happen up and down with these centers. Just hold him. He's still cheap enough uh, for sure. Perham. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 20. So, not his best game. I was actually looking at potentially moving him in uh, for my good man Tommy Chester and just going that slightly cheaper route in the wing fullbacks just so I could still get a Heinze and, and didn't trade him in, thankfully. So worked out all right. But there's a good chunk of people, 30% I think in the top 5,000 that own Perham. And he only got a 20. So 123 meters, five, uh, three tackle breaks there. A couple of negatives, but just wasn't his game, obviously. Yeah, he's, he's looking to run about 180, get a few tackle breaks, potentially any try involvements. It would be good for him. But yeah, he's a hold. Guys, don't worry about him. Totola, 19. So he's going to keep losing bulk cash. We might be able to get him at about 400 soon. And, you know, copped a bit of a knock on that knee, that the injured knee that he's coming back from. And, you know, just didn't, they just put, didn't put him back on after that first stint. And they didn't need to. So he'll be managed over the next bit. I think that he's not a, a trade-in until probably another two to three weeks uh, if you're looking at it. But, yeah, that's if you've picked him up over the last bunch, then sad times, but not a high ownership have him at all. So David Wiley got 27 minutes, Cartwright got 28. So will those guys get the those type of minutes going forward or will it be more minutes for guys like Sele? That's the question. If Toll is out next week, then maybe you get a few more from Hame. Uh, and then we've got guys like Havili returning soon as well. So that's that. Alamotti, 18 in this one. Did pick up a turnover tackle and try saver early in the game and then just had no involvement considering he got moved to the edge, uh, moved to the wing. They didn't really have the ball for a lot of stretches and, and really it was only a couple of kicks down to him where he could run it back. But other than that, shocker. 
uh, for the dogs and you know, it stops his money making for a bit. But I think he, with how the centers and wing fullback is in the moment, you just got to keep playing him and deal with it. To be honest, I think that's that. Uh, let's move to the Cowboys one. And obviously very upsetting for me and my boys. Uh, not some great, some not great scores up top for my boys, uh, but some good scores for the Dolphins guys. And Jeremy Marshall King continues to do great things. Two tries this in this one. He's looking great around the ruck and averaging 54 now. Hasn't played you know the full allotment of games, but is looking great when he's out there. 41 tackles in this one still. When you know they had a good majority of ball for a lot of this game. Solid, solid purchase if you're ever looking at him. He should be around that 50 mark going forward. He's priced pretty well accordingly. And you'll have him for, for origin period and stuff like that. The Hammer, so 65 for him. Just a, a massive game. And I spoke about him being a, a keeper in the centers. And it looks like last week was just a one game full from Grace, considering they lost Milford and, and didn't really have another option to cover him. They just kind of fell to pieces a little bit. And, you know, completely understandable. They really got up for this clash and and played really well. And Hammer was a beneficiary of that one. That last try there was just like the nail in the coffin. No, no Hammer in the team. Thankfully, I have him and Gilbert in SC. Uh, that really helped. But for fantasy there, no hammer in the squad. And he was kind of the... He's been the biggest guy this week that's come, come in and taken over uh, whoever is going to be winning or losing this week. Whoever's going to get a decent score is going to have hammer in their side. So congrats to those guys that own him. Picked up 11 tackle breaks to go along with two line breaks, a try assist, and two tries. 48.7 average, clear center keeper, and you could lose him in that wing fullback position, which is pretty tough at the moment. So well done if you have uh, if you own him. Gilbert is the other one. So he had a couple of lean weeks and then picked up a try, a line break assist, and had a cracker game at 64. So well done to, to Tommy there. Deserved a try and up against his old club. Very, very good. Asako there, 59. So he just continues to put in work and he's going to continue to make bulk cash there. 53, his average now, and he's already made 165. He'll easily get to two, 250 if he keeps doing this. So for him to have three tries and, and only a 59 is a little bit sad, but and especially being a goal kicker and had very limited negatives, but only had the one tackle break. So a lot of his tries were just you know getting over in the corner untouched. So yeah, Asako, incredible. For those that own him, 7%, you're absolutely running to the bank uh, with cracking weak fullback scores. That's for sure. Unexpected. Holmesy, a much better score for him, 53. So he's averaging 50, uh, 46 now across the start of the season here. And and this is, you know, you're hoping for a little bit more about that 50 mark to start the season. But if you've held him the whole way, this uh, 46 is, you know, nothing to sneeze at considering he's been very consistent week to week. He hasn't been someone you had to worry about. He's done a great job. So well done, Holmesy. Hess had a good try in there, 51. He's been okay, averaging, you know, 38 now and doing his job. Herman SSA, a big score for him. He had four offloads, three tackle breaks in this one, and you know, just the one penalty. So 49, 35 minutes, massive. Robson, keeps speaking about him. 70, 40, 70, 40. And yeah, what's he gonna do next? So that's the uh, that's the big question here for Robbo is just the up and down 70, 40 odd. And you know, averaging 60 at the moment is solid, exactly what we're hoping for across the season. So you know, take the good with the bad, but really this week with, with Grant going low, it was going to be really important for me to catch up a little bit with Robson, and that just didn't happen. And a lot of other people own him as well. He's very you know, high ownership, him and Harry Grant. Harry Grant, there was 8.8% that captained him, guys. So that's something to look at as well. Hopefully Cleary can, can really dominate today. And that's the big thing over the next, we have three days more of footy, which is crazy. Two games tonight, two games tomorrow, and then the one on Monday. And you know, each of them are going to have their big take on how this week goes. Cleary as captain tonight, 25, 26% of people own him and captain him, uh, which is really, really, is it? which is high, and, and but still there's 8.5% that had Grant, 
is that five or six percent that got Haas. So if you can get a massive score from Cleary, that uh, as a captain, that's going to turn around a lot of our weeks, which is going to be helpful. And then there's a bunch of games tomorrow, and obviously Monday is going to be really important with seven over seven percent trading out Hopgood. And a lot of people trading out Cartwright as well. So if both of those guys can come out and do well, then that's going to be massive for us that kept him. And for the, if they go pretty poorly and or get dropped or something like that, then obviously trading the people that traded him out are going to be winning to the bank. So that's that. It's going to be a fun couple of days, that's for sure, across Easter weekend. Cotter there, 42. was an okay game. Again, he's going to get really cheap, which is going to be good for us that are looking to pick him up at some point. Uh, most, most likely, though, if he can get into his rhythm, it'll be after Origin that we'd be looking at him. Nichols, 41. If you hold on to him, that's fine. I still think he's a trade-out, guys. Uh, can't see him getting back to those 50 scores. It was a bit of a flash in the pan for Nichols, unless he's scoring tries. Aiken there, 40. So he was solid without getting many attacking stats, which was good. So back to his normal sort of edge output, which is good. Townsend, a bit of a low one for him. Lemuelu, I'm not super worried about him, but in this game where there's just so many tries... He picks up those random little missed tackles. He gets in and tackles pretty hard and makes a lot of good tackles. And yeah, hence why he's got a nice forced uh, turnover tackle. If they, yeah, thankfully they didn't take it away in updates this time. So that four points last week is going to be really helpful because we're playing very minimally here in the in the centers and you know, the weak fullback position. If you can pick up that extra three to five points every week, like you look at Midlamuelo score 35, it's okay. If he's sitting there just banging out 40 last week, 40 this week. You're like, ah, great. He's just doing his job. And he just makes that little bit extra cash. So Lemuel at the moment in the centers, you just hold him. Obviously the high scoring game didn't work too well with him trying to make a lot of tackles. And he just didn't get a lot of opportunities with ball in hand. But when he does get a run, he seems to be pretty damaging and doing a good job. But yeah, 10 in negatives, wasn't ideal. And up with it. And even just the kick meters here, he kicked it about 20 meters and they gave him 41. So we'll take the point, but yeah, is what it is. Griffin Neen played the full 80, had a one real damaging run where he just carried everyone like 30 meters, which was funny as. Uh, he looked like he scored much better in this one with maybe it was just, you know, really only the two big runs if you're just looking at the game uh, in isolation like that. Mitchie Dunn, 29, he was fine, but again, too ch- uh, too expensive. Isaiah Katar, I brought him in myself and was looking really good. I just don't see where those... I watched this game, I saw four to five missed tackles, but seven just seemed a bit excessive. He had... Uh, yeah, he had seven up to this point. Uh, we picked up two offloads, which was nice, and you know a, a, a tackle break there, and one try assist. So didn't really go through him. It also didn't go, really go through Nikarima, who we'll speak about in a second. But 395 kick meters was great news if you picked up Katoa or if you had to play him or something like that. I saw a lot of people, unfortunately, with Tarpany going down, uh, well, not playing. Uh, his wife's uh, having a baby, which is very exciting. So with him not playing, a lot of people had to play Katoa, which was okay. You take the 29 guys and and move on, especially with a lot of the lower scores at the moment. Yeah, it could have been low for, for Katoa as well, especially if the, the Cowboys came out and did well. But that base that we've got there is solid. He is losing points on tackles, which is a bit sad. Uh, but in the, the kick meters there and then the, the odd try assist or, or run meters is where his base is going to be at, somewhere around that 25 to 30. If he can keep scoring 30s, guys, he's going to get us up to to closer to that 400K mark, which uh, which is going to be great. You, know, you take that for sure for a cheap guy that uses a cash down or if you started with him, you know, even better. So that's that. Drinkwater, very silky with a, a few of his movements, a few of his passes to get some of those tries. Yeah, to Carl Felt, left to right there was good. But yeah, overall didn't really get a great score and shows that you know the Cowboys really need to be rolling for him to come out and do really well. It's his first game back, 81 run meters, just not enough. I think he needs to be a little bit more damaging running the footy 
and then also be a threat with his pass, which he was at the start, and then he just didn't really run the ball, or he just kind of got it out to certain players and, and left it at that. So that's Drinky that's there. Not ideal for him in his return game. Tommy Chester would have got 40 on, wouldn't he? <laughs> All right, not in this game, though. Nikarima, 16 for him. So unfortunately, off with the sin bin really hurts. But yeah, overall, would have picked up probably a 25 or something, which not the worst thing in the world. But if you're picking up someone at 250 who has very limited shelf life, three to four weeks with Milford being out, then you really want him to pick up 30s and 40s to kick off. And, and he didn't do that. Yes, it could have been a 20-odd. It's a little bit unlucky, but this is the risk that sometimes you take. And that 16 is really going to kill his money-making potential, unfortunately. Edric Lee with a nice 14 in his 80 minutes, uh, as he sometimes does. Donahue, low score for him if you picked him up. Eh, yuck. And then you know Chester with the four. So he got the offload there. He came on for 10 minutes, and I think a few of those minutes there, they were standing behind the goalpost. So didn't work out for him. He came in and tried to do his thing. He jumped up for to try and get a bat back and, and had a knock-on in there. Just didn't really work out for him. He was had a negative six break even, I think, and he comes out with a four. So he'll make 10K, which, yeah, not great. I could have traded him out for Walshie or something like that and avoided playing Warbrick. But look, it is what it is. It happens sometimes. We're hoping that he'd get 20 or 30 minutes. And I think in this game was probably a smart one to, to do. I don't know who you would have uh, taken out of this side, uh, but really not ideal, not ideal. I don't know what they're going to do with Brendan Elliott. I think he's okay and like... Todd Payton says he does a job for the team, but really, could you put Chester there? I understand that he's probably playing out of position there considering he's like a, a half slash, slash fullback, but I think he get, his effort plays, his speed is, is going to be really important. Elliot just a little bit slower. Uh, yeah, made a couple of, a bunch of errors in there. Not good. Two missed tackles, three errors, and then the sin bin. So just making a dumb decision in that last play. So I think it was to push. I can't remember if it was to push someone uh, when they were coming through off the kick. So... Yeah, maybe that's the play. So we'll see what happens with team list. But I think Chester's a sell. I'll be trying to sell him for a better wing fullback that I can play week to week. And that's it, guys. That's the first, uh, those two Friday night games. Good luck with the rest of the weekend. It's going to be an interesting one. But yeah, a bunch of low scores across the park should make us all feel a little bit better considering that uh, our teams aren't going great. Good luck, guys. See you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 